Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 3 o'clock, Sports Radio 94, WIP. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese on this Friday afternoon championship weekend this weekend. Can't wait. Uh, also got a little Sixers Denver tomorrow, which is going to be exciting. Not a bad, not a bad little sports weekend. But uh, we'll go back to your phone calls here in one second. But a lot of lot going on on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, your former teammate Mike Caldwell interviewing for the linebackers coach job today. Zeke, good hire. I'm, I assume. I, I assume he's still in town listening. Yeah, I mean, listen. If he wants to call in and, and let us know how the interview went, that'd be great. That happened once. Really? It happened with. Um... Winston Moss, I believe it was, linebacker. I think he came to interview for the D coordinator position, and somehow he wound up he wound up on the airwaves talking about not necessarily the interview, I believe, but just why he would be a good candidate. Good. I think that's what like he gave another interview on the air. Yeah, in other words, it's it certainly wasn't something the Eagles were necessarily happy about. So. I think he came on to talk about how he could fix the defense or something, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Did he do better in the team interview and the WIP interview? Did we know? I, I don't. Re- that was early in my career. That was like 08, 09. Yeah, that might have been after Jim passed. Had to be after Jim. I, I think it was. Of course, it had. Yep, it had to be after Jim passed. So it might have been during that time. Yeah, I don't think that would help his uh, his candidacy. No, it did not help his candidacy. Yeah. So uh, Mike Caldwell, <laughs> he was the he was the uh, defensive coordinator for Doug down in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Had them, t- I think, number ten in an overall defense last year. So yeah. obviously didn't do a bad job. Of course, Press Taylor gets to keep his job, but right. but Mike Caldwell does not. Uh, was the linebackers coach on with Bowles and helped yep. him win a, a yeah. when they won the Super Bowl? Yep, in Tampa Bay. Uh, and you know it's interesting because the other guy that interviewed is Joe Barry, who is a Fangio disciple. So like that would make sense, I guess, with a yes. Joe Barry. But he's also interviewing for the defensive coordinator spot in in Chicago. Um, like Caldwell is a bit of a deviation from, I believe, what the the classic Fangio scheme is, and I, it, maybe it's morphing an aggressive style with what Vic Fangio does. Yeah, it, it, it's it's tough, though, because he's coming in as a position coach. So he's really teaching that position what Vic Fangio wants. So it's not it's not as if – I don't know how much influence he would be able to have overall from a scheme standpoint. When you're a position coach, you really are – you really are teaching the position how to play the defense that the coordinator wants to play. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I would look at it as uh, Zeke is a great teacher of the position. He obviously played the position before. So that's part of our issue at the linebacker position is these guys fundamentally aren't necessarily that good uh, at playing the position. And then not only that, 
you know, the ability to recognize the linebackers when you're talking about drafting. That's the one thing I always fall back on. I know they have pro scouts to do their work, but how good or what's the purpose of having position coaches if the position coaches don't get a chance to evaluate the players that the scouts deem potential draft candidates to see if those players fit into your scheme as opposed to it used to be presumed that position players didn't have as much say on who got drafted, right? You just was told, okay, you know. Go make this work. Yeah, and I don't think that's the way you should do things, especially if you got somebody that has experience. Right. Why wouldn't you want that person's opinion on what this guy looks like and how he can fit in this game? Well, it's interesting, too. So, if they, uh, obviously, Mike Caldwell, he, he did coach Devin White mm-hmm. down in, in Tampa Bay. He's a free agent. Levante Davis is a little bit older, mm-hmm. um, but he coached both of those guys. Uh, Patrick Queen's available. That's you know, uh, that's obviously the, probably the biggest name out there. Oh yeah. But there are guys where you know, if you get Mike Caldwell, he has familiarity with Devin White. I'm sure that Vic Fangio would would be interested. Yes, sir. The Van the Van Ginkle kid who was uh, Fangio's, I guess, main linebacker down in Miami last year. Book it. He's an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're bringing in Van Gengel. Just, just book it. He's and I'm being I'm being funny here, but I'm just saying, don't be surprised. Yeah, the joke until it isn't. Yes, it's, I mean it's it's. And hold on, unless he's one of these type of players who didn't like playing for Fangio. Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> then he'll sign anywhere else because Albert Breer right. uh, spoke yesterday. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what he was on, but more stuff coming out about players not loving to play for Vic Fangio. Here is Albert Breer. I think it'll be interesting to see how he meshes in that scenario. Yeah, yeah. There were problems in Miami. I mean, like, just from a collaboration standpoint, he wasn't exactly what they were looking for. A lot of the players were out on him to the point where at the end of the year, things looked funky on tape. And I I would say this, like, I think in in the... In this era, the way staff set up and the way that things are delegated, Vic's not really that way. And so, like... As far like, let's just say, for example, if you're splitting up third down and you're splitting up red zone and you're saying, okay, like we're going to have our secondary coach present on this and we're going to have our D-line coach present on this. That's not the way Vic worked. Like Vic was the only voice in that room. And that rubbed some people the wrong way in Miami. How big of a deal is that? I mean, I think it's kind of a good thing to have at least a guy, the, the figurehead that knows what he wants. Right. But is that is that not conducive to having a good defensive coaching room? You know, it, maybe it's a it's a different way they're doing things in today's game, right? We have all these specialty guys, third down guy, run run defense coordinator, pass like they they do that now. They didn't do all of that when when I played. That's twenty years ago, man. So um, maybe that's what it is. And, and obviously, Fangio is more from the old school and doing things the way he's used to doing it. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to adjust, or you know what happens is you won't get certain position coaches that are willing to coach under you exactly so that's why he may have to bring in guys that he's already familiar with yeah well and the main names are joe barry brandon staley they, they both uh, are available and, and have coached under vic fangio okay. uh now i think so staley is interviewing for the packers defensive coordinator job mm-hmm. and barry's co- interviewing for the the bears defensive job so i guess see if we get either one of those guys i just i don't know because i i hear that and that feels more like I like when uh, like an experienced coach knows what he wants. So, sure. so maybe again, maybe it's just the way modern coaching is. 
But I don't think that's a, a big red flag to me. But that's, again, like the third thing well, it's about— a, it, It's a red flag if everybody's not pulling in the same direction. Right. I mean, that's what the bottom line is, right? Like, I mean, you need to have everybody bought in or we'll have what we had last year. I mean, that's really what you have is when you have guys start splintering off and and either doing their own thing or not believing in what the coach is asking. And it's even worse if the position coaches that are teaching the positions aren't connected to the coordinator. Now, I don't know exactly if he brought his entire staff to Miami or did he join a staff that was already there or something. Because he, he might have joined late. Yeah, too. it was after the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I, I don't know – if guys were already there and were used to doing things a certain way, and then he comes in and it's like, no, I'll control everything myself. So I, I don't know. But I think here maybe he learns from that and brings his own guys yeah. with him here. Well, and, and a lot of his guys, you know, the, the Barrys of the world, the Staley's of the world are out of a job this year. Right. Last year, Staley was still the head coach mm-hmm. in, in, in Los Angeles, and Barry was the defensive coordinator of the, of the Packers. Right. So a lot of his confidants might be more available this year than they were We did have year. my uh, old uh, teammate down there with him. Ronaldo uh, Hill. Ronaldo Hill. We're, we're bringing him in. He's going to be the defensive Well, that's what I'm saying. It's your D-back coach right there. I get, D, get, I get Ronaldo Man. Hill and Zeke here. I say, you're, we're, you're one phone call away, buddy. <laughs> I mean, you are one phone call away. Come on down, I agree. Oh, man. Uh, all right. And, all the fellas back. Uh, so to, to combat that, uh-huh. the Midday Show brought on Patrick Willis today. <laughs> okay. And he gave his take on, on Vic Fangio as Eagles defensive coordinator. Here's Patrick Willis. We got Coach Fangio here now. And, you know, there's been a lot of reports coming to my, my, out of Miami about how people don't like him and all this other stuff. When you were with Coach Fangio, what type of coach was he? Man, you know, truthfully, I was a, I was a fan of Vic's, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm the type of person that, you know, you judge a person by what they do um, on the field uh, when that's their, their job qualification. And Vic, um, bar none, um, when I had him as, as a defensive coordinator, there was not a time that we were not prepared to go out and play our best football. So good. You know, I mean, Patrick Willis. That's all I need to hear. That's all I need to hear. He was there 2011 to 2014, so obviously mm-hmm. Willis uh, was, was – under him a lot. Uh, they yeah. went to a Super Bowl together. Super Bowl together, yeah. In, in 2012, so I, I take that as pretty good news. Now the problem is that was what <laughs> almost uh, ten, 10, years, 10 ago. years ago. Yeah, uh, ten years ago. So maybe and, he's changed. And, and Patrick is an old school yeah. type of guy. Yeah. So he, I mean, and, and he's from that era of you don't really complain about the coach. You just do what, what what's asked of you, and you just go do it. You know what I'm saying? And these guys today, man, it's, I'm telling you, it's different. I know. Well, listen, I, <laughs> I got to start different. thinking about Walk. Like, what, what, how am I going to uh, grow with Walk? Because, you know, is he going to be just do what the coaches say guy? I don't right. need him being a problem in the locker room, one of these little prima donnas. I, I will say this, though, and, and I, I'm with you there. Um, with some coaches. Um, Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All coaches, now this is not obviously the case with Vic Fangio. This is me thinking about Walker Lee. Because <laughs> it really, it's really pertains to a lot of you youth league coaches. That's who I'm talking to out there. You youth league coaches who think you're the Vince Lombardi and, and Bill Belichick's and all these other guys. No. Yeah. Those are the guys you got to be careful who you put in the hands, put your kids in the I hands know. of. I know. And make sure you know those guys thoroughly. Yeah. And I don't think I'm going to have time to, to probably coach, so I got to put it in. <laughs> I'll be the coach at home. That's uh, I'm right. Gonna, I'm gonna take a step back. See if I see if I you trust scream first base coach who keeps the book when available. I would love to. But the that, that, that's what you are. <laughs> well, I made sure I coached Elijah all the way up until high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't I was know. a part of a staff. I wasn't the head coach on any of the teams. No, I just made sure I was a part of the coaching staff. I'm gonna do my best not to be too involved. <laughs> but I'm, I, I During know my pitching myself. lessons at age eight. Well, listen, don't worry about that. We'll get his balance point down <laughs> from from day one. Again, might be a lefty. We start playing fetch. Uh, what is he, a dog? <laughs> yeah. You got him fetch, on a leash? Right? Yeah, sort of. It's not fetch. It's catch. It's catch. It's more fetch than catch. You don't you play fetch with your son. It's, yeah, a, you it's He's not a dog. He's, <laughs> he's more of a dog do you than feed, a human right now. you feed him a bone, too? I, I swear to God, I said the same thing. I'm like, fetch. Yeah, playing fetch. <laughs> no, man, it's catch. There's no catch yet. I you you the throw ball. the ball and he runs and gets it for you and brings no, it back? No, he can't do that yet, Buzz. He's, That's he's, fetch. He's still an inchworm phase. But no. CPS on you, man. That's child protective services. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. No, we hand him the ball. He just a little, just gets rid of it. And then I go get it. So I play fetch. So actually. you're playing yeah. fetch, not I'm, him. I'm the dog. He's got he's got me playing 3D chess. Does <laughs> walk. You're playing fetch with your son. Yeah, that's all, man. We're not in catch. We're not What'd in catch. What you say he was? Yet. He's still inch. What he's he's uh, still inch, inch warm. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's not crawling yet. He's inch warm. He's inch. Yeah, yeah. He's getting quick too. Yeah, I just sit, sit, he's not sit. crawling yet. No. He's, he's, he's about to be a year. Ten, he's 10 months yesterday. Yeah, I know. It's, some kids are walking in 10 I months. I know, but like I told you. And his you, name is Walker. Like Come I on, tried what's he doing? to explain to you, he's top heavy like his dad. <laughs> so it Did takes he to fall over or what? It takes us a little bit longer to learn how to walk. Okay. Did you look, Have you found out when you learned to walk? Buzz. At two? <laughs> Listen. Three and a half? If you know anything about me, you know slow, slow developer for sure. For sure, this kid's gonna be in diapers when he's five, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when he's potty trained and sleeping in the, in our room. He's not leaving that till at least fourteen. <laughs> okay, hang very on. close knit family, very close knit family. Listen, one day at a time. Fourteen. Oh my one God. day at a time. One day at a time. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Playing fetch. Yep. Dad of the year. I'm leaving the room until he's fourteen. Dad of the year, Jack Fritz. Yep. We're doing our best. We're doing our best. You and Jill were together at 14. He's still going to be sleeping in your bed? Yeah. Maybe dating his first grade crush. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Never leaving Westchester either. Nope. He's going to Westchester University. Not allowed out of the state. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Very oh close. Oh, my God. Yep. Uh, last thing on Vic Fangio. <laughs> we're going to go back. We're back to Fangio. Someone's got to keep this show in line. Uh, this, this sent a nice cold shiver down my spine, Ike. Vic Fangio defenses last year versus teams above 500. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> An average of 32 points a game, one and six record, 458 yards allowed. TDs a game, three and a half. Uh, losses to the Bills twice, Chiefs twice, Eagles, Ravens, and the only win was against the Cowboys. Um, so that reminds me a lot of Jonathan Gannon versus good quarterbacks. Now, I will say. 
is that 56 of those points was against the Ravens. I don't care who it was against. 56 <laughs> points against the Ravens. Not great. Oh, my God. Yeah, that doesn't say, hey, listen, man. <laughs> but we're happy. Yeah, he's our guy. He's the, the Jim Johnson of the 2020s. Yeah, Mr. Aggressive. Jeff's in Swedesboro. Belly What's happening, Jeff? Belly on the top and a belly in the bottom. Huh? <laughs> Jeff! Yeah! What are you doing, you man? Yeah, what are you doing? Oh, I'm talking in cursive by uh, handwriting with my uh, granddaughter. Oh, okay. <laughs> they still teach cursive? We're talking about, we're talking about the curse of them. <laughs> I thought the I belly thought, on the top and the belly on the bottom. Wow. <laughs> I thought I thought cursive was out, Jeff. I didn't know they still taught cursive. Seriously. Oh, they, you still got to sign a check. I guess that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's actually a fair so, point. <laughs> yes, but um, uh, I just wanted to call in. I, uh, Jack, uh, you know, Jack, uh, I'm in the same boat you are in, but I'm a grandpa, and I have that little uh, seven, eight month old running around. And I'm playing all pair to him, and. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Now, do you so play fetch or do you play catch? All with those moments. Yeah, it's the best. No, I love I, I love every second of it. Uh, you know, it's just I could use him to sleep more, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, Ike, um, I, I got to ask you a question. I've always wondered: Are you the one that created those uh, striped pajamas uh, or sweatpants from back in the old days? No, there was a linebacker from the Eagles that uh, had those sweatpants. <laughs> was it the nineties? Oh, you mean like the Zumba pants? Yeah, like no, man, that was, was that you? No, that was before me, man. <laughs> oh, okay. That was I like early nineties, wasn't it? Wasn't that early nineties? So. All I know is my wife bought me a pair. I wore them once, and I was like, "Whoa!" I no, can't that wear was those again. that was <laughs> Seth Joyner. <laughs> oh, it was Seth. Okay, I'm sure he's all. About, I'm sure he's cracking a big old smile and making jokes with the Zuma pants on. <laughs> I don't really know if that was yeah. Seth, but yeah, ask Seth. Get any ice juice? <laughs> Hook him up. He must have been drinking that Ike juice. There you go. Hey, listen, I, I'm definitely in your corner, Ike. It's it's Jalen. It really all comes down to him. It was really kind of weird, is that you know, like he. They talk so much about him finally having his own coach, like two years in a row, and and kind of developing some consistency and growing and getting better. And then we saw that growth in the year we went to the Super Bowl, and, and, and he was seeing everything down the field. That was the whole thing. It all comes down to the vision. Uh, um, and he was able to see all the different players. Like he, Every pass was like the right pass to make. And then he was making the passes. You could see the work that he did in the offseason. But when he went to this year, it's like it disappeared. Um, he just it, – it was like he was a, a different uh, person completely. Like, mm-hmm. I could see so many times down the field where he's, he's throwing to the person that's underneath, and he's not throwing to the person that's directly behind him wide open for the first down. And it all came down to his vision. I mean, you know, I mean, I played a little ball when I was younger, and I, they put me – I used to play defensive end. They put mm-hmm. me at linebacker, and it all comes to a vid- – like, I used to watch films on Monday and go, oh, my God. <laughs> I miss that. You know, but it all comes down to vision. And he, he just – it's like he lost his vision this year. Yeah. Like he couldn't read the field, downfield. And I wonder – I, I wonder, um, honestly, how much help was he getting – afterwards right like when you sit down with your with your coach and you're going through stuff and, and, and you're going through plays like this stuff is being corrected i'm assuming 
Like, why wouldn't I assume it's being corrected? If you're making mistakes out there, if there are plays that you're leaving out on the field, um, just because whatever, sometimes, you know, I can only imagine at the quarterback position, they get tunnel vision. They lock in on certain things. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the coaching like afterwards? What's the corrections like? And why isn't it getting through? Right. Like, yeah, like, it, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is the coach is not coaching it the right way or is the player not accepting it? Right. Which we don't know. And what I can't figure out, is what I can't figure out is did he lose confidence in the coaching staff last year, and did he have so much con- like did he just trust Shane Steichen? Like did he just trust Shane Steichen that whatever he calls, and I'm going to go getting with- results from it. You know, and, and what what changed this year? I know people say the contract. I mean, sure, the, the contract could be a part of it, but like why why the the changing plays of the line? Right. Why are you going rogue? Was it you lost faith in the coaching staff? Was it the receiver needed the ball? It's a huge question about what went wrong on the offense. Because like you've said this a couple times, right? Mm-hmm. The defense, you look, it's two different entities right now. The yep. defense is, is more players. Yep. Offense, the talent's all there. It's there. It's just, it's just why can't they get on the same page or we're in a cohesive unit? Somebody's sitting down this offseason. Can we get an answer <laughs> for, <laughs> for Cripe's sake? Somebody is sitting down and talking about this at some point. Because it's, it's, the, it's the biggest question. Yeah. Did he lose faith in the coaching staff? You know who I would really want to hear from? Brian Johnson? No. Uh, well, yeah, if he wants to talk to us. Come on, yeah. Brian. 215-592-9494. But somebody needs to do it. Maybe it's Johnny Clark. You, need to get, yeah, you got to get Clark to do a sit-down with Jalen and the two wideouts. <laughs> they don't do that kind of TV anymore. I'm just saying, why not? When are they squeaking that in? The 15-minute the, the <laughs> Sportsnet Central? I, I mean, come on, man. It's actually back to 30. Well, I mean, let him get on his podcast. Sure, get uh, on takeoff. Yeah, yeah, take do, off. do the podcast, man. Come on, Clarky, give us some content. do something with these guys, man, to figure out what happened. Get to the bottom of the story. And, and quite frankly, I, re- I really want to see all three of them together so I could see happy faces and smiles. That way, at least I know everybody's back on the same page and everybody's good to go. Well, you know the best way to do that? Go to a Sixers game. Go to a Sixers game together. When will we, when will we hear from AJ first? Yeah, seriously. So he didn't talk at the end of the year. Deleted all of his Twitter or and his Instagram. Took all the Eagles stuff off his Instagram. I don't know when we're going to hear from him. Training camp? Wow, really? What, what, else are we gonna, what else will we hear from him? Why not just on Twitter, period? Well, he deleted his Twitter. Well, get back on. No. Well, yeah, <laughs> selfishly. That's <laughs> when he gets into trouble. That's when he gets back on. No, he didn't. He, well, that's only when he's addressing certain players. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's the off season. Maybe it was on Slay's podcast. Ah, yeah, go, like, go on new heights. Yeah, go on new heights. Clear the air. <laughs> sounds great. As a matter of fact, that's probably a better idea. Scrap that, Clarky. Yeah, it's better with the Kelsey brothers. Yeah, the, 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 they'll loosen them up. Exactly. Get them to talk. Get Jalen on there too. That's the hard hitting question. Yes, yes. Get him on there. Jalen's a former guest on the show. And once you know, Jason announces his retirement, he can start saying, "Dude, remember the game when." You want to change all the players? Like, Jason can loosen everybody up. Yeah, he can talk about the blitz problems. Like, what's going on hey, with the Hey, Jay, blitz? have a beer. Come yeah, on, yeah. That, that answers some questions. Yeah. Well, hold on. I wonder if Jalen even drink. We remember. Remember him? Does, does he strike you like – Jalen strikes me like somebody who drinks wine if he does drink. 100% a wine guy. Yeah. Like, 100% a wine. I guess, like, he's not a beer guy. No, no he's not a beer oh, guy. Oh, no. Never. Not a beer guy. I thought he would be a cognac guy. I don't know. But uh, remember when AJ went on that podcast with uh, – was it Crowder or he went on the podcast last year? I remember they were all AJ did, yeah, in the middle of the summer, and he had a lot of stuff about, um, like last year things that went wrong. Um, huh. yeah, he's a, I forget what podcast it was, but it was like some scrub NFL players, and then okay. it was AJ Brown. Yeah, you know, so he'll talk. <laughs> I hope right. when he feels comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't want him to wait till June. 
Well, Mark, he has to come back for OTAs, right? That's when you hear from him. Well, if it's mandatory, if it's, if it's voluntary, does he show up? Who is he mad at? I don't know. That's what I really want to know. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. 215-592-9494. We'll get back to your phone calls on the other side. Who is 2024 more on, Jalen or Howie? I think it's on Howie. Plus, Sixers lose last night, and I got a big question about this team now as we go forward. We'll get to that and all your phone calls next on the Afternoon Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.